Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five-minute warning. Yeah, being, being a male and any relationship is really just constantly being behind and being aware that you're behind. <laughs> Actually being in a relationship, really, if you think about it from that point of view, is like paying a mortgage. So get you a good group of dudes that you can talk all your shit to. Cause you know, you ain't going to say half the shit you say to your friends when you get home to her. Like, yo, I talk big shit when my wife ain't around big shit. I get home, I don't say none of that stuff, man. In my head, I say it like I got mind control over her. Like, girl, you don't even know all the shit I'm saying about you in my head. But what generally comes out is, I'm sorry. Maybe he he was honest and collected. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I there know. is such a thing as Mandingo. Just saying. Wow. I mean, I don't know nothing about that. Sorry. Well, I'm just letting you know that the the mistress of the plantation was rocking the BBC, and I'm just saying. Now, at the end, Ken Norton does end up in a, you know, steaming water in a cauldron. I get that. But she was liking the BBC, bro. Just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe she was torn. Maybe she was like, I hate the blackness in you, but I love the blackness in me. Yes. That's not being torn. That's just being, that's pragmatic. I mean, then I want the BBC, baby, but I still don't like you. I'm going to the clan meeting out if I get it. I'm just saying. The five-minute warning. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Welcome, people out in the world. Welcome to another episode of Five-Minute Warning. Once again, it's your boy. Ruben sitting here doing a couple things. Then, of course, down below, we got AG in the house. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? And to my right, that would be my left. Dang it. Moby. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the screen. Just you know, stop trying to. I'm on the screen. That's all that matters. Ah, man. I'm going to get it straight one day. It just ain't going to be today. How's everybody been? First of all, happy Mother's Day out there, everybody. Yes. You happy know. Mother's Day to all y'all's moms and moms of moms and baby mamas and everything. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely don't forget the baby mamas because you know, if you don't say happy Mother's Day to the baby mamas, Actually, they get upset. I wanted to ask y'all something. Uh, and, and forgive me if I've offended somebody that's, you know, doing this kind of thing. But I think it's completely crazy if you don't wish your wife happy mother's day because simply because she's not your mom 
do you understand the logic or are you you guys doing that or well i mean i think she has children yeah i thought the prerequisite was just for her to have kids yeah right that's what that's i'm what saying. saying that's what yeah. i thought but there are people out there there are men out there still living by the way because i thought they would turn up missing at some point that will not tell their wives or the mother of their kids happy mother's day because that is not their mother which to me was mind-blowing and scary but it does happen and i just wanted to know what y'all thought about that that's called a whole bunch of trifling moby looks perplexed still because it's not (laughs) it's not happy mother's day to your mom well it is but it's also happy day to all the mothers out there well that was my thing yeah, it doesn't I say happen. happy Mother's Day to strangers. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and hope they have kids. Because if you tell somebody happy Mother's Day and something don't have a kid, they're going to correct you quick. I ain't got and, no kids. And that's fine. They can correct me. And I'll be like, all right, well, you know. Well, being corrected is, is, not, is not worse than not saying it. I'll, I'll take a correction because, I, because a woman doesn't have kids rather than the wrath of a woman that does and doesn't say it. I'm just letting you know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know where they do that at. So, well, uh, you'd be amazed. It's a real thing. I'm telling you, it's a real thing. I don't know if I want to be that amazed because <laughs> I ain't know that was a thing though. So me either. He, That's he, he, you just hit me on something new that I didn't even really want to know. That's some new generation shit right there, boy. Because because the person that sparked all this debate was like ten years ago working on a job together, right? And he said that, and I was like, he's our age or my age, and so I'm sitting there going. No way, man. Are you serious? So you don't tell your wife happy mother's day? No, because that ain't my mama. Dude, you're missing the point. She's the mother of your child, so. What? And that's <laughs> no. and that's and that's where you get the straight up. <laughs> well, that was my thinking, but apparently it works in this house, but you know, whatever. Just thought I thought I mean, I'd throw that out there because I was thinking about it all day because you know Lauren's uh she's not the mother of my kids, but she's got kids. So that it's a requirement. I didn't get it. I was like, hey. But if you didn't tell her Happy Mother's Day, she problem. might say something. It'd be a problem. Exactly. I like, wouldn't be on this show right now. At least if I was, I'd be in a coma. Oh, jeez. Just prop wow. the mic up and stuff, you know. Because, you know, getting stabbed in the throat kind of makes it hard to talk. I mean. See, over there. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm making her look bad. She would not stab me in the neck. But she would be a little upset. Just saying. But First you notice if she stabbed you in the neck, they'd never find a body. So no, it wouldn't matter. She, no, they would not find a body. <laughs> it, 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 so it wouldn't matter. You just wouldn't be here. I mean, that, that, he just like, ouch. I just wouldn't be here. It wouldn't matter. Well, but here's the thing, though. Well, I'm a husband, yeah. so yeah. Real talk, though. <laughs> she she can't stab you in the neck because then she can't move you. You know, she's got family, bro. Just saying. I, I was mean, about to, I was about to say that part too. And, and, like, and her son just moved back here from Seattle, so she, yeah, they, they'd be okay. Oh, so you saying if a, if somebody need to clean, had to call in the cleaners, it's a, it's a done deal. Hey, happy Mother's Day, Mama. I feel like most, I feel like, I feel like most women got that squad of people in their life. Well, all they got to do is say that the dude did something wrong, and all they everybody else is gonna clean it up. Exactly. Like, oh. But I'm but I'm gonna tell you who don't have that. Who's that? And I hate to say this. The unfortunate women who are in bad relationships. They don't have that because real talk, I am pretty sure that any male who's coming to my mom's side of the family, at the very least, has had that conversation with the uncles and brothers yes. and all that. <laughs> where I mean, in my family, that part of my family lives in Cape of Virginia. If you don't know what Cape of Virginia is, it's in the middle of absolutely nowhere in Southampton County. 
like woods like it's so in the middle of nowhere they don't have cable lines if you don't have satellite you ain't getting cable bro that's just what it is and in my in my big mama's yard i mean there's a there's a big forest back there man and i'm pretty sure actually i know for sure at least one person they've taken a trip back there with before he became in the family so i know that for sure i ain't called out no names protect the innocent However, I'm pretty sure it's more than that one. Well, my, so, my question to you is, does your big mama still have hogs? Nah, man. Because nah. you can throw a body in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a pigsty and you'll be good. They'll never find I out. I mean, cri- yo, Christmas, we used, to, we used to take care of them on Christmas morning. Every Christmas when I was a kid, man, we'd be in capering at 6 o'clock in the morning and they cooking up hogs for breakfast. You know, bacon and ham and hog balls and pig's feet and chitlins and fat back and all the other stuff that i i ain't never gonna touch when i'm this age because most of that is so disgusting i can't do it i thought we were supposed to be talking about how to dispose of a dead body bro we started with saying happy mother's day (laughs) went to to disposing of bodies and then went to dietary you know um functions or poor consumption well, I'm just all, saying. All in five minutes, man. Hey, like, that's yeah. how we get down. It really that's is. That's how we get down. Thanks for a longer show. All I'm saying is. Wish it, you know what? We might have ate somebody back in the day. That's it. Okay. Well, the only, only thing I was saying was with the Mother's Day thing is my <laughs> personal belief is if it's if it's a if it's a woman in the room, just say happy Mother's Day and keep it moving. That's all. And before, while we're still on this subject, um, of the Mother's Day subject, I'm not gonna veer off. Um Happy Mother's Day to everybody, but also um, just want to kind of give late condolences to anybody who may have lost their mom, because I know this is also, as much as it's a jovial time for people who still have their mom, there's a lot of people out there who don't, and I know that people say time heals all wounds, but there's some scars that never go away, so if you've lost your mother, like I hope today you have found some time in between you know, whatever grieving you've had to do to at least have some good memories of your mom. Um, like I said, I know Mother's Day means different things for other people. You know, I'm sure one day, it, you know, when my mom's no longer here, you know, Mother's Day will have a completely different meaning for me. So anybody who's lost their mom recently or even if it's been years, you know, I hope you had a, a good day of memory towards yours. I did. Thank you for that. Because that's a real thing. Well said. Well said, my brother. Well, all right. Now we've given out all the, um, the the congratulatory things. Let's get into some business. So the first thing I want to talk about today is we had a a a, a gentleman in South Carolina, shocker, who owes another gentleman about five hundred thousand dollars because. He worked. He had the other gentleman work for him for ah uh, extended period of time. Um, they ten years. No, no, not ten years. Give me a second. Um, I had it in my head, but it's gone. Well, nineteen years, nineteen years, and he just decided he didn't want to pay him for nineteen years, and then he threatened, like, you got to work every day, all day, to this gentleman. And then actually somehow he put so much fear in his heart that 
he split him from his family. So the court said, yo, bro, you got to pay. At first, it was 273000 However, because there are actually some laws that actually make sense. Um, due to federal labor laws and some other rules that have changed, now they got to pay him 546000 and you know that dude also went to jail for 10 years um because he abused him and i I mean i'm gonna put it out there the gentleman who was in charge was a caucasian gentleman and the gentleman who worked forever who didn't get paid for so many years was a black gentleman and he had some disabilities so he took advantage of a person and I don't even think it's a black white thing. The fact you took advantage of somebody, period, for this long. And then, you know, he finally left. And then they were just like, yo, this dude owe you money. And for the for one of the times it happens, the court ruled in the um, gentleman's favor. And now this dude's going to jail. But, you know, he's got to drop 546000 The question is, when it's all said and done, how much is the person going to receive i mean unless they get it from his estate or something like that i I don't understand how they're going to do that but i didn't think people still did this type of stuff man am i wrong here like that's crazy i don't think this is as much about race as this was about somebody getting over on somebody who obviously had some type of mental disability yeah or something like and that's i mean not that it would be better if it was a race thing or it's worse because it's a mental thing like it's yeah there's a there's a a dark cold place in hell for somebody who who would do this like (laughs) and that's really all i'm gonna say about it that's the fact that you can take advantage of somebody like that and it besides just not paying them i mean they said he beat them yeah burnt them he threatened them with the police like yeah there's there's a I hope nobody um listen let me not say that um when this gentleman passes away i don't think too many people gonna should shed many tears for this guy like this dude worked over 100 hours a week yep and didn't get no check then had the nerve to move him into an apartment next door so he couldn't really be away from the place yeah i mean and how in the world you gonna stick some metal tongs in a deep fryer take him out of the deep fryer and burn a dude's neck with hot grease I, I mean but I mean it, it, for me it's hard to separate the race part but I'll go along oh with yeah it. I, I agree it's hard it's hard to separate it but I'm I don't know if it was just race well I'll just say the symbolism was there for this guy as far as I'm concerned because the symbolism was there for me and I wasn't even involved I'm a white dude this got power for black man to the point to where I, I have to pay this dude. I can abuse him. No one's saying anything. I'm just doing what I want to do. I mean, sounds like a plantation to me. I mean, and it's I, in South I give Carolina. him a place to live. I give him a place to live. Yeah. But I mean, slaves had a place to live. So the the symbolism in the in the in the in the visual I get are hard to dismiss. Even if it didn't have anything to do with, do, do with race, it's it's hard for me to dismiss it. And if it's nothing to do with race, just the optics are bad. And this is at at the very least. So, just saying. And all he did was wash dishes, man. I just don't wash understand dishes. how you treat somebody like that for whatever they did. 100 hours a week and didn't get paid for it? For real? 
And you're living, got the dude living in squalor, by the way. This is not a nice apartment. This is some hole in a wall next to this restaurant. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's just hard, man. It's like, it's almost like the perfect storm with this, you know? And, and then for the location to be where it is, because unfortunately, we've been talking about South Carolina way too much the last month. <laughs> and I feel like every week, we got something else coming out of South Carolina. Yet, we got we got Scott talking that crazy. So, I mean, it's, you know, I, I'm not going to be sad if, you know, it just, like, I, I don't know, man. You know, I know international border stops at Georgia, but, man, we might need to move up to North Carolina. And North Carolina might fall up in there too. I mean, we might just take out the South. Let's just I was be ready to say. I mean, once you pass Maryland, you probably should just cut, cut. You know, cut. cut nah, man, don't pass Maryland. That means we we international. I ain't trying to do all that. But we are the same. We are the South. You 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 think because you live here all your life, you're not the South, man. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm not. What I, I am I saying. Don't know, AG, as somebody who who has lived in the South, I have never considered Virginia Southern. Like I just. I think we're mixed okay. Up. Well, I tell you what, I have been to places that makes me want to strongly disagree. Now, oh I no, no, no! You see, you're mistaking South with country. There's a lot of country places in Virginia. Hell, there are a lot of country places in New York. You can find country anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that, but I'm still, I still, like I said, man, I do think that the farther South you go, the more intense it becomes. I will say that. Yeah. But to think that Virginia's not the no, not no. no. I'll just I'll I say will, this. I will never. Now it feels. I will say this. Once I get to, once I get to like, I don't know Woodbridge. Once I get to Woodbridge on ninety five, it starts to feel a little different. You mean Fairfax, basically? Well, gonna, no, Woodbridge is way out there. Woodbridge is right out there. Fredericksburg. I wouldn't say Fredericksburg. Fredericksburg, country sale. But for me, once I get to Woodbridge, I feel a little different. You know, the racism gets a lot more discreet. Well, here's a problem. The problem is that you, you, if there is a southern state in these southern states, Virginia is one of them. I mean, we had how many presidents come from Virginia? They all had slaves. The I mean, Confederacy. Like, yeah, I, I, get, Confederacy. I, I get it. I'm just, and, and I mean, come on, man. Just talk about Thomas Jefferson alone will take us three or four hundred shows. I mean, just tracking down his his family lineage would be never. So, like, it is you got that in? I mean, remember you got UVA. I mean, that's Thomas Jefferson built on the backs of slaves. That is a very problematic university. You got James Madison, and that's up north. That's still once again. I mean, the Confederacy's all up in Virginia. It's only an it's hour little... away, man. It's only an hour away. <laughs> <laughs> Off of 81, it's only an hour away. It's not, dude, I'm telling you. But I mean, I think for me, University of Virginia is um, complicated. I'll leave it there. If we could be complicated, they might as well be what they, what they are. But I understand what Moby is saying. I sure do. Because I've been through Alabama. I've been through Georgia. Um, North Carolina, certainly. And I think I think it has for me some of it has to do with the fact that it's not it's not, it's the devil I don't know, and in your case you do know it, but I ha- but I feel differently. Um, like when I'm in North Carolina, mm, 
if I'm not on Duke's campus somewhere where it's like a, a vacuum where I kind of feel safe, I don't like, I don't like, but I never, I didn't grow up there. And also I do know that the further south you go, the more intense it becomes. And so I'm like, mm, yeah, y'all can keep that. Got to go city to city, man. That, I realize that's that. your communication. I realize North that. North Carolina. Because there are stretches of 85 by itself that looks like 460 where there's a whole bunch of nothing. Truth. And, you know, but there's something there. It's just nothing I want to deal with. So, you know, it's, it, it's crazy. But I guess for once, I'm glad that at least one situation has now been taken, hopefully taken care of. I mean, it's very rare that we get some small victories. Truth. I get that. And, and by the know, way, to answer your question earlier, I don't think this guy get a dime. If I know looks can be deceiving, but this dude doesn't look like he's at five hundred thousand dollars lying around. No, nah. But you know what? For for him to not be able to be in that environment at this point in time, that's a victory in itself. Truth. Yeah. But hopefully, he gets something out of this. So, I mean, shock heard around the world, man. As if. We needed more shootings. A sixth grade girl rolled up with a gun and started shooting in Idaho at the middle school. And then you sit here and I got to hear conversations from some people about how like guns are should just everybody should be able to get a gun. Now, with that being said, we don't still don't know how she got this gun. Or as they said, she took it from her parents. Is that what it said later yeah. on? Yeah, it said she removed. She removed her. It was her uh, parents' handgun. The real question to if, me is how how we got here past the. Forget the gun. How do we get here? How did this girl get here? Where it's like I've gone from a mild mannered elementary school student to I'm gonna shoot the place up. I mean, that's always the most interesting to me. But here it is. I mean, they still haven't said for what I like. I haven't got any updates on it. But um, you know, some bullying is probably involved. And you know, they're just kids, man. Kids are kids are mean people. I realize some kids that, are mean but people. I mean... But I mean, when you got there, there are just times where you feel like you got nothing, and you just sick of people messing with you. And only thing you know is the almighty gun, because you know in this in this country, the almighty gun is held to so high a standard that it solves all your problems. However, if people will watch the movie Friday, everybody talk about Smokey over there taking a dump, but nobody understands the story at the end when you know people want to use guns. And Pop says, you know, back in my day, we fought with these. And he held his fists up. When are we going to fight? I mean, if we're going to fight, never. you know. That was I mean, going to say, you gone. beat me to it. Never, ever. I, 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 to, I told you a long, you know, many, many shows ago, I was like, man, with the invention of World Star and the internet, ain't nobody <laughs> ever about to take a chance of catching the L with them hands, man. Ain't, it just ain't happening no more, man. Yeah, and, it, and, and correction, I was looking at another um, site that was reporting on the story. They said originally it was a, it, they thought it was a parent's handgun, but they now they say they don't know where she's obtained the handgun from. In Idaho. 
Idaho, man. I've been through Idaho. They got sod houses, dog, in Idaho. Apparently, it they doesn't won't matter, for the man. potatoes. Doesn't matter because see, I mean, think about this. Maybe the maybe the little girl had been taking in all of these shootings, and maybe her situation, like you said, her situation got so desperate she felt like that was a solution. Yeah, I mean, it's just. You know, so, it's, it's I'm, sad, I'm just man. Saying, it is sad, but just think about that. That has become a solution. It could have. It happens so much. It happens so much. Then I mean, why I not? I feel like I feel like at this point in time, almost every other week, there's some type of shooting going on, and it's and, going to continue to be that way. Yeah. And it, another past tirade. It's the participation trophy, man. Participation trophy has helped bring into a generation of people that can't deal with um, not winning. They can't deal with not being good enough. They can't deal with anybody being critical of them because all of it gets called bullying and bullying has now attacked mental health. And now if you're sad enough, you can say you're depressed. And if you're depressed, now you get to do whatever you want to do. And people are going to make you the victim because we're all asking the question, like, what did it come to? Like, why, how did we get here with her? Well, the truth of the matter is like, yo, she killed people that might not have had nothing to do with anything. <clears throat> like, why Why are we... Because I, I know everybody's going to say she's a sixth grader. She might have had stuff going on. So she's partly a victim too. But I'm sorry, when you the person pulling the trigger, it's hard for me to call you a victim. Especially when everybody else in there got a book bag and you got a gun. Like if, if the story if the story was she was threatened by a whole bunch of girls that had jumped in the last week and she had the gun for protection, maybe. But not just walked up in the school at nine in the morning and pulled that thing out of the book bag and start pulling. Like, no, nah, you're not a victim no more. You're an aggressor. Yeah. Now, did did it so she didn't kill anybody, though, a, did she? The article <clears> I read said she didn't kill anybody. Yeah, I I, I think she heard a couple probably people. got up. Yeah, but we may have a better article. I'm no, 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 no. She article. did. I'm, I was just talking about in in general, like oh, okay. not a gun. <laughs> yeah, but he. I mean, he's right though. Like I said yeah. before, the most interesting question is how we get from A to Z. How do we go from an elementary school kid to I'm gonna shoot y'all for real? So I guess the next question is, like, I mean, I don't know much about Idaho. I just don't. It's deceptively I mean, affluent in places, but it's country, but it doesn't matter because there are people I mean, there. Well, yeah, that's I about to say Idaho ain't too much different than any other state. No, man. man. Just, <laughs> but, but, but my question is, like, you know, other than the parents, like a sixth grader just goes on the street and gets a gun for twenty dollars. I mean, is that what we're doing? Man, guns are not hard to obtain, man. Especially when you might have a cousin. It will yeah. Idaho too. I mean, you don't you don't know because the parents might uh, be part of a group of hunters. Hunters carry handguns to finish a job sometimes. Yeah, and I mean, she could you know she could have went to anybody's house and stole a gun. Yeah. Like we, I mean, and that's all possible. You know, I'm just I was curious. I mean, like I, said, I, I, I doubt she walked up into a store and just purchased a handgun. Well, clearly not. You know so, and if she did, somebody needs to be fired. Well, like, depends depends on who you jail. ask. Somebody depends. need to go to jail. Well, so it still if, depends on who you ask. <laughs> so once again, and I guess maybe this is a lost situation. If the gun was her parents' gun, and let's just say they left it out, is that the parents' responsibility now, or 
I think they could be like held responsible for. That's probably but, a law against but that. Then, but then you'd have to prove that if it was her parents' gun, that they didn't take all the proper precautions to try to yeah. like like if they were like, Oh, where did you keep the gun? Um, and a shoebox underneath the bed. Okay, maybe that's not the best place. But if they're like, yo, we got a gun safe and we don't know how she got the combination, we don't know how she got in it. Totally she's different. Sixth grader. Yes. Because most you know. most gun people that I know are pretty safe with it. They don't keep they don't even keep their ammo where the gun case is. Well, you're not supposed to. It's illegal. So there's that. But that doesn't mean anything. That mean I know anything, when you're talking yes, about a kid that lives there every day. There's some things that I knew that I don't think my parents knew that I knew. You never know. I mean, man, the possibilities are endless. Very true. Very true. But hopefully, those kids uh, um, who got hurt will make a full recovery. Uh, two kids and an adult you know uh the adult was treated and released and the two kids a boy and a girl had non-life-threatening injuries but they so, may, need, may need some surgery yeah which either she did not try to shoot them or try to hurt them and she just shot it like random the qu- then the question is does she know how to use it no i think i think that she was <laughs> just too light and when that recoil happened she just was a bad shot because I was amazed to get to the end of the article and find out she didn't kill anybody. It's pretty hard to do in a classroom full of folk. Yeah, yeah and in a closed setting, that, yeah. that is an accomplishment. Yeah, you, you I just, mean, she shot just, three times. You just grazed some people. I don't think she understood what it is to shoot a gun. Yeah. I think those three shots were her first three shots ever. Yeah. So. So. Well, you know, hopefully Idaho will, you know, the location will recover. Um, it's a good thing nobody did pass away, you know, but I mean, here you go. This happened in Idaho, so doesn't it, it could happen anywhere. So everybody stay vigilant. You know, if you got children, stop, drop and roll, baby. If they on fire or if they hear gunshots, stop, drop and roll. Stop playing, you know. Um, so, yeah. Um so the next the last thing we'll get into before we get to the my five i don't think this will take too long but i thought it was an interesting um article so and we have a situation in which um we have a parent two parents um one is black one is white child mixed and is fighting for the the father who is black is fighting for custody and the mother who is white has a rock in her yard that is painted like a confederate flag so normally this really wouldn't be a big deal however this is in new york and in new york um there are laws against things such as this uh so because um uh What's his face? Uh, Mayor um, Cuomo signed a law preventing the sale of Confederate flags and other hate symbols like it, such as a swastika on state property. It also severely limits the flag's display unless deemed relevant to serving an educational or historical purpose. And literally, it's the fl- it's a rock beside a tree in the yard. So I don't know if it's any type of historical purpose there, but basically, father is like. Yo, I want full custody be basically because, you know, I guess baby mama's a racist 
and then he doesn't want his kid to be raised in that type of environment especially with the the way the world is going at this moment um and that sort of thing and then apparently mom doesn't necessarily help it at all so you know i guess the first question is anywhere other than new york this rock wouldn't be an issue but in new york state they're laws so i don't i don't know if i'd say anywhere else because in the custody battle i think everything can be relevant so you're right it might not be a law but this this damn sure could 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 play into effect when it comes to custody battle well the funny thing is about that was the the dad had brought this up in the first round where the mom won and no one was no no one said anything about it but he did say something and my my actually my first question was i had to stop and stop the article and say wait a minute if the child is mixed that means the daddy black huh so the yeah, bbc I, is I okay like, but did, i'm like yeah. for real did you, did you know about this before you smashed that's what i'm saying <laughs> because look man that's what, a was, problem. was that was that thing that you slanging so good that it was able to see through her hatred of your people Maybe he he was olive complexion. <laughs> well, I you mean, know, there know. is such a thing as Mandingo. Just saying. Wow. I mean, I don't know about that. Sorry. Well, I'm just letting you know that the the mistress of the plantation was rocking the BBC, and I'm just saying. Now, yeah, at I mean, the end, Ken Norton does end up in a, you know, steaming water in a cauldron. I get that, but she was liking the BBC, bro. Just saying saying maybe she was torn maybe she was like i hate the blackness in you but i love the blackness in me yes that's not not being torn that's just being that's pragmatic i mean i want the bbc baby but i still don't like you i'm going to the clan meeting out if i get it i'm just saying and then let's i mean let's just throw it on top you know clearly after the situation happened and she realized she was with child clearly she she must be I'm gonna assume there's some Catholic going on because she didn't Truth. she did not try to abort the job. Truth. I mean I mean maybe she only hates half of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe when the custody hearing is over, like she'll only hate him on you know the dad's weekends. Like I love you Monday through Friday, but when you when your dad pick you up, I hate you too, nigga. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Moby in the house. <laughs> I know, right? We just we just dropping the bombs today. And now the the the, the, the idea that the, the the lawyer representing the child is politicizing something that's not really a political to me. Because to me, I'm like, this is a rabbit hole. I'm like, I'm sitting here going, wait a minute. First of all, the dad brought this up. Y'all did nothing. So whatever happened to get it back here, it's out there now, and it's well, an issue. But my thing is. I'm like, well, how do you well, have a mixed child living in, a, in an environment where half of her has three-fifths of value of a dollar? First of all, you're assuming that this person cares. No, I'm just, I'm just you're saying. You're right. When it, when it comes to Confederate flags, there's only one of two different people. There's one, there's one type of people, person that knows that it represents racism and hatred towards black people. And it's the other half of people that are too stupid to know that that's what it means. And either one of them, I don't necessarily want to bear a child with. So it still comes back. <laughs> it still comes back to the Mandingo effect. So, and as far as the other thing, 
this law went into effect in December. So realistically, he did bring it up earlier, but I guess there was no there was no legal ramification that he could use. He could be like, yo, she got a Confederate flag in her, in her yard. So, but I'm just saying what Moby said about custody, custody battles yeah, custody in battle, you, you feel like that? I feel like that should have at least come into play. Like, all right, like, well, especially I mean, in a mixed race relationship, you have a mom, and I think she just won because she's the mom, and there's no, that's not a problem. That's the way things go. However, yeah, that's what I was about to say. you got to prove her, unfit. but even some moms have to have a little bit of you know cleanliness in their character. And if you have a half black daughter. And you rocking a Confederate flag that you painted that's in your yard, that's a little problematic in family court, or it should be. And well, this dude made it seem like I can't believe you're politicizing this. Well, that sounds like shut up and dribble to me. Well, and and the, and I guess the thing is, before it's one of those things you can just dismiss it. I don't care. I don't want to deal with that. And as a as a judge, they can do that. But now you really can't because you got to deal with the legal side of it because she could go. This could make her technically unfit because she may have to go away for a while. I don't know what the, it doesn't say what the the consequences are, but I mean, there may be some consequences that could then prove her, yeah, um, you can't have this kid. So, um, you know, and that's the difference between then and now, you know? Well, so I, I, I think it's crazy. I think the whole thing's crazy. Like I and, said, for me, I don't, the rabbit hole I went down, it just, it was blurred lines. I think that if you are the parent of a mixed race person and you have, you have the optics of going to a clan meeting on your off weeks, that's just not good. I don't care. I just, just not good. I'm like, okay, if that's yeah, what we're doing. But once again, it's not illegal to go to a clan meeting. I never said it was, but this is family court. But anything yeah, can say, be damaged. Not illegal. Yeah, when it comes to custody, it ain't got to be illegal. It can, it's supposed to be harmful for a child. Right. Because okay, I take okay. Let's let's use something extreme to get my point across. To get our point across. Yeah. Which yeah. is, if you are a single parent and you're in a custody battle, I don't think that your day job of being a sex worker is going to help you. Being a sex you know, worker I, is not illegal. I'll, I'll give it a, a even more closely related analogy. I bet if the kid was half Jewish and there was a swastika in the front yard, That's, yeah. I, be, I bet custody court would have taken effect then. They'd have been like, whoa, 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 we can't do this. We had this conversation. Exactly. Exactly. And I just don't want to say that in front of you because, you know, it's just easier to say bless your heart and give you the fake smile. Like, like I moving. said, so, so to anybody out there listening from New York, this is not me attacking you. I'm not. It's just there's a certain sense of arrogance that y'all walk around with that I'm just I just don't comprehend because I don't understand why you like when people say New York, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Half the people that y'all say make it leave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they leave. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> wow. He's not wrong. See, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not, man. And you know what? I could have said exactly what he said, but not as eloquently as he said. Not, it. And that's why we got to have Moby on the on the on the thing. I mean, I promise you. you all, I, I'm telling you, man. It's, gotta catch them all. Hey, uh, because I, I was there for three or four days, and I'm telling you, if it's not Long Island, I just I can't on a permanent basis. I can't. It just it doesn't. I've never been to Long Island. 
It's it, it it's the suburbs. That's all. New, but the thing is, New York's arrogance is so strong, it extends past New York. Like I went to college with somebody that was from New Haven, Connecticut, and he had this northern pride about being close to New York. Yeah, yeah. Like I, he was close to the boroughs. Like, yeah. were you? You were close. You were. You weren't even in it. I like, know, right? People you, from people from Yonkers. You and, you and ROTC claiming like acting like you just left the Vietnam War. Yes. Like you was just an ROTC. Yes. Like <laughs> they they are better. They they are better than we are. If you don't if you're not from around there, especially the five boroughs, they are much better than we are. And they'll let you know. I mean, they'll let you know. But like okay. I said, I, I kind of respect like how how blindly arrogant you have to be about your place. Like this this place is so hard and so miserable that i'm going to take great pride in telling you about how hard and miserable it is and i'm from there hell yeah i'm from 30 miles south of richmond what yeah exactly that's what it sounds like (laughs) that's what it sounds like ain't it like 22 miles south actually it's 30 get it right because actually it's probably more 22 but you say 30 because it's an even number it's a round number and I, I got you. I got you. Yeah. You know, because you can't tell people miles. The, the, the devil's in the details, apparently. Yeah. What's 22 miles? I don't know what 22 miles is. I'm just saying the difference, oh. the difference between 22 and 30 is Dinwiddie. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you're trying to claim that. <laughs> Never. Never trying to claim that. Never. Um. So, I like, I like AG's idea. So I will do the same. I will combine both and come up with answers for both. Now, as far as personal challenges go, one of the biggest personal challenges I have, as everybody probably really knows, is my inability sometimes to shut my mouth when I have won. Sometimes that has gotten me in trouble. Wait a minute, just just when you've won? As we say, because when you lose, Cause I, you I talk about to. Say, like, to, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest. I feel like you don't know when to start, shut your mouth when you've clearly lost. <laughs> well, and, this, and this is the way I think about it. If you lost, what do you got left to lose? But if you won, Any you can still lose everything. Respect and dignity, like hey, you know, you, you get know, to a you're, point you're, where all that, all yeah, you're a special you. dude, man. You are a special dude. <laughs> I love you, I mean, man. You, you, you fam, man. You fam. I love you, brother. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's just what I say, man, because she getting the quicksand, man. Sometimes you got to keep trying to. Hey, Moco Cowboy, bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, sometimes, man, you just got to keep trying to get out the quicksand, man. And you can't do it. You know, the already, more you move, yeah, the more you move. Yeah, but you are taking that L. So if you're going to go down, you can go down blazing. And I did say that's an issue. You You did. You did, but the way in which you characterized it was questionable. But yes, you did. Hey, man, you see, you think it too deep on it. Am I? So, yes. <laughs> one of the cooler, <laughs> one of the coolest places I've been, which is also hella expensive, in Universal Studios. Universal Studios. That's is more expensive dope. than Disney World. I've never been to Disney World because I don't oh, do Disney. Okay. But it was hundred and like thirty dollars for a ticket, so. I don't know how, I don't know what Disney World's like. All I know is I dropped $130 for a ticket and I almost didn't do it, but I was like, I'm here, so I might as well go. 
that's after you drop like 25 to 30 dollars to park so like because once you pay to park you're almost like sold you almost don't have a choice because right. you're trapped you are yeah. a captive audience yeah because if you're going to pay that to park you might as well just go ahead and drop the other hundreds of dollars yeah and lord knows don't go during like october because i i love it man you pay to park you pay to get in but at five o'clock they kick you out and if you want to come back for the halloween stuff you got to pay for that too and i'm just like like they literally kick everybody out at like 4 30 like they send people around Wow, cops and okay. stuff, and they kick you out. Is that just for Halloween, it's, or is that day to day? I'm I'm pretty sure that's probably for every seasonal thing they have going. Yeah, on. I just happen to be there doing a Halloween stuff. Okay, and then and it's like, yeah, you got to be out by five because Halloween starts at five thirty. So you can't go hide nowhere; cause they're gonna find you. You know? Oh, I was just hanging out in Harry Potter. Got to go, unless you try to drop another sixty. I'm out, dog. Deuces. Um, but so that could be a, that could that, be a hundred ninety dollar day plus parking, and you haven't bought one piece of food or like souvenir. Yeah, you ain't bought one of them six dollar cokes. Or first of all, one of fifteen dollar hot dogs. First of all, I ate before I went, and I drank a little bit out the water fountain. But I decided that I had enough water in my body to to hold me out because it was nasty. So, and plus, yeah, park water fountains don't do it um but nah it was it was cool had a whole bunch of cool rides and stuff like that the lives were pretty fast and so it was nice it was a nice place to go um a place that i hated going um moab utah you went to moab moab wow I went to moab. okay moab is near the arches and so that is the first time in life that I've ever experienced for a couple of days being in Moab, Utah and seeing the only black person there with my reflection in a mirror. Well, it is Moab, Utah. Man. I mean, I didn't man, I didn't know where that was. All I knew, well, anywhere I mean, in Utah. Utah, you, didn't have was, to be, you didn't even have to be Moab. I'm just anywhere nah, in Utah. Salt, Salt Lake City got black people. Not a ton. <laughs> they imported them. But they got black people. <laughs> hey, man, they had Carl Malone, dog. So, it's one of those things. Yeah, that's uh, one. That's one. Yeah, Juju is huge, dog. Yeah, I was gonna say that's big dog, man. Well, How did dog Juju that? get that big? <laughs> she been this big, man. Man, that's why I don't mess with that dog, man. That dog looked like it's about to envelop you. <laughs> um, let's see. Yo, man, I may be partially the master of procrastination. Yeah, I need I to get work that. on that. I get that. The, my procrastination levels are very high. And <laughs> they're very high. <laughs> they're okay. very high, and it also doesn't discriminate whether it's work or personal. It just be like, yo, dog, what you're not going to do is, you know, clean up over there. Oh, that's what you're what? not going to do? Yeah, that's what I'm not going to do. Wow. Okay. I'll clean up later. I mean, that's literally, man, it's, it's terrible. Um, it's so terrible. Um, one of the cool spots I've been is um, San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas. Heard good things about San Antonio. It is good. The River Rock is dope. Um, you know, even at nighttime, it's got lights everywhere and stuff like that. Um, yo, 
you learn about the Alamo in school, but until you actually go to the Alamo, they literally have like this big um, thing, this big small Alamo, which shows you how the American people beat, Me- I think it's the Mexican. Um, it took the Alamo back with their 100 people or something, and they beat like 2,000 Mexicans, whatever it was. But they have a, a they have a thing that shows you it's it's some crazy ass number. Like we didn't have a lot of people and they had a ton. But because of the way they did it, like they took them out by pieces. And so yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Like you learn it in school, but it's like, yeah, whatever, man. Some more bullshit. Nah, man. Until you see it, it's like, wow, they really did that. They did some Ocean's Eleven shit right here. So. I mean, yeah, it's kind of dope. I was a fan. I'm a fan of San Antonio. What I'm not a fan of is driving in Texas. That is a pain in everybody's ass. And, you know, it's the exits, man. Yo, don't even use a GPS, dog. Destroys your GPS. If you got a Garmin, don't even plug it up. Your best GPS is on your phone, and you need to update your GPS before you go. Because they'll take an exit. And the exit goes, it goes two ways. It goes like a normal exit, but then on the left side, you can take it all the way around to the other side. And then next thing you know, you on the other side of the interstate driving and you're like, what just happened? And your GPS goes crazy there, man. Yeah, your your hotel's over here. Okay. And you pass your hotel. How do you get in? Well, you got to go around the back where there's no lights and stuff. It's crazy. Lit. Yeah, I don't know how people live there. And they got no lights on the interstate. I ain't got time for them. So, that's my mind five. So, Moby, what else is on your mind? Um, well, pride. So, my undisclosed location, um, I basically was taking my oldest daughter to smart people camp for the week. Smart people camp? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Smart people camp. I hope I hope that's because she's considered a smart person. Yeah, it is. I mean, I don't right. know what you got it from, but well, I'm I'm assuming it was from her mom. That's what I'm assuming. But um she's in the leadership program for science, technology, engineering, and math. Um and what's on my mind is <laughs> never mind, I'm sorry, I got I got dogs overwhelming me now. Brownie move. But um now, what's on my mind is like us as um black people, we don't we really, really, really don't celebrate intellect the way other races, cultures, people in society do. Um we love to talk about somebody's athletic prowess or somebody's hustle or somebody's entrepreneur business hustler mentality. But like the idea of just being black and smart is like something that we don't really cherish enough and it's weird because there were a lot of black people working like in the camp and every time they saw my family walk by i could see the pride in them like there's another one of us here because there's a lot of white people there a lot of asian people there a lot of black people from other countries mainly from the continent of africa but just like your everyday born in america black family not a whole bunch of us down there and um 
I don't know why that is, but like it felt really weird. And I was really proud all at the same time to have my daughter walking in there with her locks and having all the black people that did work there look at her like, yes, there's at least one. <laughs> there's at least one. And, um, you know, so that's it. You know, I, I was just had a real proud dad moment today. Um, I was like, yeah, got a smart kid. Um, you know, proof that two negatives can, you know, create a positive. Wow. <laughs> it's like you don't want your wife to like you no more. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my both, goodness. I, I, AG, I'm both negatives, man. I'm both negatives. It's too that. late for that now, man. I'm a Gemini. I'm both negatives. See? Is that what that is? Okay, Full we're, we're going to go with that. It, I don't think Winner's going to go for it, but we'll go for it. I mean, I'm trying to figure out how you make your kids by yourself. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> I mean, look, if there's a way to do it, she did it. Because um, this kid sure don't look like me, act like me, make facial expressions like like nothing. Like I don't. I look at Kira every day, and I just go, "Where did you come from?" Wow. Okay. You you no when she when she was born she looked when she was born I saw her and I'm like you know what she looks just like me and then like a few years later yeah then a few years that wasn't even a complexion it was like everything in the face and then like a few years later I was like who are you like did, did we did we trade did we, did we switch it up switch at birth <laughs> like Duh. like like cadence I don't think cadence looks like me but cadence looks just like my mom so it's like boom no denying that care. Looks just like Winter. Although Winter is like, I don't see it. I'm just like, then what are you looking at? Like, what are you looking at? Uh, I bet your conversations with her are all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. So, so I have a, um, I have a smart kid, and I'm gonna do my best not to ruin that by encouraging her to hang out with other smart people, not name me, <laughs> not not like me. How how old does she have to be to go to the magnet program in Richmond? Um, I don't think the magnet program starts until they go to middle school. I don't think. Okay. But I mean, we're not in Richmond, so I wouldn't know. Well, in your area, excuse me. Yeah, I'm about to say technically I, we're in Chesterfield. I, so. know, I know they have it in both places, so. So yeah, I mean, I mean, look, you know, whatever. She she's smart, so it's not gonna matter where she goes. She's smart, and she likes being smart, which you know. I hope she holds on to that forever. Well, I mean, because like I just yeah. said, we, we we in our culture, we don't we don't celebrate intellect a lot. I mean, not that I ever had that problem in school or anything, but like, I didn't I didn't go around telling people in the hood that I was out here reading. I, what what I look like with a book? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying. I'm trying. What I look like with a book? Yeah, what I look like with a book? I'm trying to get this jumper wet. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to. <laughs> what did Huey say on the boondocks did you just congratulate him for reading I mean yeah man cause you know them words and you know <laughs> some of them books ain't even got pictures boy. <laughs> uh, that's it man I just I just had um, I just had some some dad pride cause I have, I have I have two smart kids actually cause Cadence Cadence was mad that she couldn't stay and I'm like, well, maybe next year you can come too, and I can drop all that money for both of y'all to be there. Like, I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta have a hustler mentality to to figure out how to pay to have smart kids. Hey man, the oh good thing about goodness. having smart kids 
is you probably won't have to pay for their college or or you know maybe one day they'll be able to buy some stuff for me the problem with that is getting them there i got i gotta get i gotta get through the first 12 man 12 what years old 12 12, 12 years of school man 12 years of school. 12 years old what are you doing <laughs> That's what I was like. I was like, what? I'm, I'm just saying because I, I thought about it. And this is a terrible thing to think about as I was driving home today. I was just like, you know, parents of dumb kids don't have to worry about financial constraints. I can't even believe he said it. But I'm, I can't. I'm just saying, like, you, <laughs> what do they do? They pay less money. <laughs> but see, they make up for it with jail time. So I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, I guess lawyer fees and. They could have sent a kid to college. You could, yeah, depending on the crime, man. Depending on the crime, you could have sent a kid to Stanford. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, you know, sometimes by the time a kid is 18, if you like added up the price to all them Jordans that they got growing up, <laughs> they probably could have paid for half of college. Oh my goodness! That's funny. not judging. No judgment here. No judgment. Like, but it's too you know, late. You already did. No, nah, no, nah, I'm just saying if, if you want to buy Jordans instead of buying books, I mean, you know, we all invest differently, you know. We all invest differently. <laughs> I mean, look, I was I was the first person up here like what I looked like with a book growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like I did read, but I wasn't about to let everybody else know. And you know, I got a daughter like that's proud to be reading. Like she's writing all the time and reading, and I'm just like, you nerd. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? And and I feel bad because I think that I'm like, man, you're such a nerd. But I love it. But I'm just like, I can't, I can't unprogram myself from thinking, like, man, I wish you would go out and do some cool stuff. Like, what? you reading and, and writing stories. Like, she's been writing stories since she was five. I'm like, what are you writing? Like, she Wikipedia's engineers. <laughs> Who does that? She's Wikipedia engineers. Smart kids. Like, <laughs> like I want to know who invented this. So I look like who cares like you nerd (laughs) (laughs) i love her though man i love like yo she's the cool i have the coolest kids in the world because they don't care nothing about being cool and that makes them cool that's the coolest trait in the world and i don't know where they got that from and i'm so glad they got it i hope they never lose it (laughs) understood because all the people that we talked about were nerds and geeks and all those those are the millionaires right now there it is. <laughs> and there it is ah uh, alright alright AG what's on your mind man actually I didn't have anything on my mind until Moby started talking I want to pick it back on what he was saying so all the kids like Moby's kids um and somebody Did says I not listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> True, touche, touche. But anyway, I'm gonna go on with this because their parents are listening to it, and it's just like if somebody equates your intelligence with you trying to escape being black, or just straight out calling you white because you speak well, or your grades are good, or you're going, you're on a certain path. In the most innocent way possible. No, I'm not gonna say that. Just don't pay attention to it, and and keep that cool. Because that is cool. That is the most revolutionary thing that you can do as a kid. Because I, I lived it. I know what it's like. I know what it's like for a black person to roll up on you and strip away your culture because you have certain interests that don't look like theirs. I mean, completely undress me and make me white. 
because my the, you know i didn't say ain't or i didn't say this or that some of my words had three or four syllables i lived in a certain place whatever it was so to all those kids like moby's kids gonna go through i know they're going through it now or they're going to just keep it moving no need to fight about it no need to say anything because you're not going to change those people's minds just do you people still going through it as adults man well i'm i'm case in point there too so i'm just letting you know i mean look yeah you're right there's, there's so many people out here who just don't have a place like me i have an interesting dichotomy because like except savannah see i said dichotomy right there that already you exactly know, made me. but yeah in savannah Still i live dichotomy. look first of all <laughs> i had i had spell good. check sir that was good you got spell check that was good <laughs> and i actually can spell dichotomy i know you can I just, that just sounded funny <laughs> It could have made everybody stop. Was like, I try hey, not to say words up. I can't spell. That's funny. I lived on what was considered the white side of town. Oh, you had that too. Okay. Where I, where I was like one of the only black kids in my school. But then I would leave school and go to the other side of Savannah where my family was because that's where who watched me until my mom got off of work. So when I went over there, I wasn't black enough. And when I came back on the other side of town, I talked funny. <laughs> so, you know, I, sp I spoke too proper for my family. Yep. And I spoke too weird for the people that lived around me. Yep. I know the feeling. It is, bro. know the feeling. So, I'm going to stay on this trend of kids today. Because this weekend, I was able to help. I was at my old stomping grounds. And it was a camp of military families. And, you know, the cool thing about some military families, well, let me change that. With this camp, sometimes whoever's in the military just got back from deployment. So they may not have seen their kids in like a year or two. And then there's some who are about to go out to deployment, which means they're not gonna see their kids for a year or two. So this weekend I was there and they brought their family there and we let they did a whole bunch of activities outside and stuff like that and it's so cool to see parents interact with their children you know and stuff like that especially ones who you know that they either just got back or they're about to go you didn't really have to ask and you really don't ask but you can just tell so I was doing archery I was man the archery range because you know I'm good at it and Yo, these two girls, man, two separate families, one was five and one was seven. So first of all, seven, neither one had shot a bow before. And we had the little mini bows for the, for the little kids. Because normally, little kids don't shoot. You got to be like eight or nine. But, you know, parents are there. So as long as the parents are there and the kids can hold the bow, it's money. So... Yo, man, this seven-year-old never shot before in her life. And, you know, she was so excited. And she hit the target. And, you know, I think she hit the white party target. Super excited. She shot, like, probably for almost, like, an hour and a half. Because she was just so enthralled with archery. And then to the point where dad was like, yep, look like we're going to have to find a way to get some archery in the backyard for you. Because I guess his his 
um, older son is like nine or something, and he shoots. But you know, the the little one's all about. It. So, you know, he, he he's like, yeah, we don't got a big yard, and we we're just talking about, hey, you probably just gotta get like a ten foot net, you know, so they don't shoot it up and over and stuff like that, because you don't want to end up at somebody's, you know, kitchen table and stuff like that. So that was really cool. And then the five year old man, yo. She most five year olds can't hold the mini bows because they're small. Yeah, she had that joint like all the way back, powered up better than adults. And then I teach a certain way how to do it to make it easier on them. And like the first, I've been doing this for years. She is the first person to ever completely mimic the way I teach people how to do it because I tell them to hold a hand up. And go back and, and so like she would grab the bow and then she would put a hand up and then bring it back. I was like, yo. In this case, she had for like an hour. And she was five. I mean, she pulled it back. She was strong. And once again, dad was like, every day, he's like, you know, guess I gotta figure out a way to get an archery target, an archery thing in the backyard. And so it's so amazing how quick that kids pick up on stuff and then on top of all that if there are any parents who are listening to this yo let your kids do something different you know especially outside get them involved with some archery or whatever because you never know what your kids are going to gravitate to and then if your kids do gravitate to it support it because we got the olympics this year we're talking about that literally the whole weekend and it was like the Olympics would be on TV, archery, and like some of the parents, like and some of the kids, like yeah, I want to watch that because I want to see how the professionals do it. And it's like you know, you're anywhere from five to fourteen, that could be you. And you just give people options on what they can do with their life. And I always say, if you if your child finds something that they're interested in, you should support that. Like Moby, he's got child who loves being intelligent and he supports that he spent an undisclosed amount of money to send her to be with other kids who are just smart as her support your children in the best way possible you know I keep hearing I'm not a parent but I keep hearing that parents sacrifice and that is true because my parents sacrificed for me but the thing about it is I would say Hey, parents, thank you for sacrificing for your kids. Because when it's all said and done, the only thing I keep hearing is, I need, I want my kid, as parents say, I want my kids to have a better life than me. In order for that to happen, and Brownie's oh, get getting her screen time, <laughs> um, if in order for that to happen, you need to expose your kids to different things. And trust me, you never know what your kid is going to gravitate to and would do that forever. And before, and the last thing before I go, hey, did y'all notice we have a a young black lady swimming in the Olympics this year? Heard about it? Yeah, because they're talking about the the swim cap. Yeah, thing the controversy the with that. Yeah, they're making a big deal. Yeah, about swim cap. Like I didn't. I mean, she had a swim cap on. I mean, it's not like she had like locks or whatever. She had like a perm. That's a whole other show. That's what man. I saw. Whole other show. I know, but you know, once again. Take this time to do the Olympics and let your kids watch the Olympics because you never know what they're going to fall in love with. You know? So, 
that's what's on my mind today. I'd like to thank everybody for listening today. I think if you're listening live, you're listening on the podcast, tell a friend, you know, check out the webpage, www.5minutewarning.com. Below, we have our, well, let's do this. Below, we have our own personal um, Twitters and IGs. And then below, we have the 5 Minute Warning Twitter IGs. Join us, stuff like that. Tell a friend, tell your mama, because my mom listens to this and she'll talk to me about it later, especially after I say bad words. So, <laughs> but look, oh, we thank you. It is funny. My mom's impressed. All- my mom's impressed that I don't cuss more. Well, <laughs> I'm impressed too. Keep that up. <laughs> but thank everybody for listening. Thank Mo B and Tico for being here. Once again. Oh, you, you think both personalities? See, you, I told you it was two negatives. You thank Moby and Tico for being oh, here. Oh, and AP, my bad. Damn. See, I I'm, told you two negatives. Boom. I'm just I'm just gonna yell for stand down now. Stop it. So uh thank everybody for supporting us over the last year and a half. And we're almost at two years and number one hundred. Ooh, it's about to get scary up in this video. Hey, was, was was last Sunday like the first Sunday, like the first week we've actually missed? And look, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because I was thinking us. about all three of us, yeah. Yes, however, we're gonna have a best of show that's gonna pop up. Oh man. Soon. It's 170 minutes of funny. Oh my god. Oh jeez. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, that's like almost man. I'm telling you, I put this show together. It's I couldn't. I there were some. So that means Ruben's talking for like what 162 of it? No, definitely not. (laughs) I got I got more time than Ruben, but you dominate the whole thing. Why? I've been up here the least. Let's just stop. Just stop. Look, man. Just I don't. But I'm not funny. I put other funny people on the show. You carry the, the show. You I'm about to say the, the, the whole you not being funny thing is hilarious because Ruben, you funny. Like, don't, I don't ain't funnier than you. I okay. ain't funnier than you. Well, you were funny when you were talking about Wakanda and that fake money. <laughs> Was yeah. I? Oh, man. Oh, wow. I didn't listen to that. And anytime we talk about Christopher Robbins. Oh man. See, I didn't go back that far. The funny thing was, I I oh, was good. I was gonna make an hour show. And I was like, okay. And then I said, I'm going to take 10 shows and just mine those, and I'll probably get an hour out of it. No. I got so much stuff. You got three hours and 10 shows? Yeah. Jeez. I did. Was it like the last the last 30 episodes, probably? No. Last 10. 10, the last 30 last 10 I, I took the last. I started using the last 10, so I went back to 78. And I think I used, oh, man. I think I used about five of those, and most of, most of them came, you know, a lot of it came from uh, the last show. Cause you know I had to put stimmy check in there. I got my stimmy <laughs> money. I got my stimmy money. Got that, that stimmy. <laughs> right. And you, uh, uh, you know what we got to do when we get that stimmy? We got to get that old bay seasoning. Get some crab. Oh, and man. we got to get that crab. Oh bag. man, you talking about? I was crying. I was. We crying. had that in mind. You was crying, <laughs> but I ain't lying. That the, when them stimmy checks was out, that old bay was done. Like yeah. nobody benefited from 2020 like old bay seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> Last week at my at my family's thing, they had crab legs, and I thought about that, man. That's hey, you, I hey, hey, you was looking around trying to figure out which one of your family members got that stem. Hey, 
<laughs> he was like, who got theirs late? Who got theirs late? Oh, man. Craziness, craziness. <laughs> so what will probably happen is if you listen to the podcast, you should listen to the episode before the podcast. Episode, I don't think I'm going to put a number on it. The best of episode. We'll just do that. Episode, I don't think I'm going to put a number on it. I that's mean, what you should name it. <laughs> episode, I don't think I'm going to put a number on this one. All right, that's fine. <laughs> I, you know, I got no shame in this game. So, we'll listen to that if you really get a long ride and you just want to listen to three hours of funny. Because if AG put three hours of 170 minutes of funny on it, I can only imagine the funny that's going to come about it. So, um, once again, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks everybody for supporting. We'll be back next Sunday live and hopefully, you know, without crab legs. So, once again, thanks everybody. Five minute warning. We out. Peace. Stay safe and all that beautiful stuff. Later. You can send any questions or comments to FIVE Minute Warning 19 at gmail.com. The five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. You've been listening to the Five Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search Five Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there.